Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the World Champion of the World Podcast. It's your man, Qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. Guys, girls, people. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Um, we are a week out from SummerSlam, which means that we are a week away from Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano in a last man standing match in Brooklyn. We'll get to that later. Uh, we are a week away from Samoa Joe getting his first big belt on the main roster. Hmm? Hmm? We are a week away from Brock dropping the belt? Hmm? Perhaps? You can't see it, but I look like Yano right now. Okay, uh, so let's just get right to the shits. Uh, we're gonna jump into Raw recap of the week before. Brock doesn't give a shit. Roman got kicked out. Uh, they have all the timestamps and all that. Um, Kurt and Constable Corbin come out to the ring uh, after we have the show open. Uh, And Kurt lets us know that Ronda Rousey will be in action tonight. Kurt says she's one former UFC champ that he doesn't have to beg to compete. Then he addresses Lesnar. Uh, Corbin says, hey, watch it. Alright, Kurt says, no, Heyman still has a job, alright, so Heyman's still around, um, but he's about to tell us what he's going to do to Brock for his attack last week, and then Roman Reigns interrupts, you know you marked out a little bit, and that's not even his real music, alright, <laughs> uh, Reigns comes down and Kurt should have known said Kurt should have known better. Says, if you kick out the big dog, who's gonna protect the yard? Believe that. You know what I mean? Uh and he's got a point there. I do believe that. I do believe that. Um He says that's why Kurt got beat up last week. Corbin's laughing a little bit and he's like, You're laughing, why? Why? You just watched it happen, huh? And he was about to call him, uh, he was about to call him his favorite word. Bitch, what's my favorite word? Bitch, why you gotta say it like Roman? Um, so, so, um, Kurt calls him off. Kurt says nobody was happy about this from the top down. Um, and then Rain says, hey, you guys better not suspend Brock Lesnar. All right. Um. So Kurt's like, hey, I made sure he didn't get suspended. You still got your SummerSlam match, and I hope you kick his ass. And uh, Corbin jumps in. And he says, hey, man, that's unprofessional, Kurt Angle. Uh, and Corbin says he was worn out from beating uh, Finn Balor. That's why he didn't help Kurt out. I was worn out from beating Finn Balor, a guy who was actually champ. Ooh, shots at Roman. Uh, he tells Kurt, you only make the matches. 
And he says, Stephanie is the real commissioner. And it's her show. Kurt says, that's right. Corbin, I make the matches. So I'm making a match right now, tonight, between you and Roman Reigns. The match starts now. Right? So, boom. Uh, Corbin was like, whoa, it starts now? Well, fuck this. And uh, he goes ahead and hits Roman with the cheap shot. The fight is on. Roman bounces back with a Superman punch. Game, set, match. No, I'm kidding. Uh, He comes back with a Superman punch. uh, And then we go to a break. All right, back from the break. Corbin's in control. He's cutting off Reigns' comebacks. Uh, Finally, Reigns comes back, dumps him over the top, hits a drive-by kick. Uh, Corbin takes control again. Uh, We end up going to another break. Uh, Back from that break, Corbin's still in control because you know the rules. Back from break, heel on top. Uh, Let's see here. He's going for that. uh, uh, Reigns goes for a Superman punch. Uh, Corbin stops that, kills all that noise. Uh, Roman goes for his choke slam, or not a Roman, uh, Corbin goes for his choke slam backbreaker. Reigns gets out of that because he's like, nah, fam, I'm too big, I'm too strong. Corbin hits the deep six. I love that move, actually. Uh, Corbin goes for the spot where he slides out of the ring um, and then runs back in. I like that spot, too. Uh, Corbin, uh, Corbin actually takes out the cameraman. He actually takes out the cameraman. Second week in a row that the cameraman's gotten in the way. Uh, Corbin was going to take the count out, but then... That's Finn Balor's music, if you couldn't tell. Uh, so, (laughs) So Finn Balor... Uh, Finn Balor comes out and he's like, nah, man, you're not going to take this count out. You're going to you're going to keep fighting Roman Reigns. Oh, and we still have beef, bro. All right. So uh, Roman Reigns goes ahead and he launches himself off the steps with a Superman punch. And then he stops to throw up the too sweet to Balor. Too sweet. Whoop, whoop. Too sweet. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Throws it up to Balor uh, for the assist. Uh, gets back in the ring. Ooh, ah, hits him with the spear. One, two, three. That's the win for Reigns. Uh, then Balor comes into the ring and picks the bones. Uh, basement drop kick and coup de gras. Uh, because him and Corbin still hate each other. Uh, recap of Rollins getting beat the F up last week uh, by Drew and Dolph. Uh, Kurt tells him to find a partner tonight, and uh, he can he can get his revenge on those guys. So Seth was like, "Bet." Uh, Mojo Rally versus Bobby Roode uh, next. This is booked by Who Cares for I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Mojo's a good promo, and I, he still has potential. I feel like, uh, but. I I can't invest in these matches. Rude is basically a dead character to me. He used to be so dope. Please just turn him heel. I don't know, man. Make him and Mojo like a heel tag team or something. Just I don't know, man. Just do something else. Uh and let and let Bobby be Bobby Rude, man. 
let him be Triple H Jr. The first Triple H Jr. from back in the day. Um, let's see here. I don't care about this match, as you can tell. Uh, seems like the crowd doesn't really either, and it's not their fault. Um, like, even Mojo and Bobby Roode are trying with this feud, like, that backstage thing that they did, like, it's just, it's just, they have no momentum, so just out of nowhere, like, we're not gonna care about two guys fighting backstage, you know what I mean? Or Mojo yelling at cheeseburgers. Uh, where's No Way Jose? Anyway. Uh, Rude scores the win with the glorious DDT. Crowd actually popped uh, for the win. I mean, Rude was able to win him over a little bit in the ring. I feel like, but... Yeah, man, this is this is dead. Um, so, I don't know. I got no in WWE. This is probably going to continue. Uh... Let's see here. SummerSlam pre-show match or something. Uh, let's see. Crowd. Uh, then backstage we see Elias. Uh, he's with the camera crew. Looks like they're working on a second documentary. Uh, so Elias is next. Elias comes down to the ring. Uh, he starts going in on the guitar. <laughs> That's not what he played, but um, he was he was just doing his thing. Uh, Elias lets us know, whoa, he's uh, killing all the music acts um, with only four songs, no features. You know what I mean, platinum, no features. Elias is the new J Cole. Uh, he says the documentary was all wrong. And uh, he's going to have them redo it. He's going to have them do it right. That's why the camera crew is out there. Uh, he said that the camera crew should orbit him like he's the center of the universe. Because, let's face it, he is. Um, Elias says that Lashley is not going to interrupt him tonight. So, of course, he does. Uh, Lashley gets a better reaction than he did last week. So, he's another guy who... Like, the crowd doesn't really care when he comes out, but he can win him over in the ring because he's good. Uh, that's why I was working with him and Roman, because Roman's a star. You put uh, Roman injected the heat into that feud by healing on Lashley a bit and then letting Lashley build some sympathy and, and then come back. And then, of course, Lashley's going to deliver in the ring. We don't have to worry about that part. It's the other part of the feud. Um, so, I think they're trying to do the same thing, because they know Elias is a hot character, but I don't, it's not quite working like how it did with Reigns. Um, anyway, uh, Lashley says he thought the documentary that they did on Elias was great. Uh, Elias says it portrayed him as egotistical and out of touch, um... And Lashley was like, uh, well, you know, you're not, it's not, that's not wrong. Um, Elias tells Lashley that his comeback to WWE has been a joke. And I mean, let's face it, outside of the Reigns stuff, uh, Elias is not wrong. <laughs> um, 
Lashley says everything about Elias is a joke. He says, uh, but, <laughs> and the way he said it, because, like, he named so many different things. He's like, your face is a joke. Your mom is a joke. Well, he didn't say your mom, but, like, you know, he just named off all these things saying that uh, that was a joke about Elias. So the way he said it, it was just, like, it, it sounded like Elias, like, struck a nerve. I know that's not the intention, and that's, and, you know, it's it's all it's all work. But <laughs> that's just the way it came off, and it was pretty funny. But he's like, oh, yeah, well, now I'm going to beat you up. So I don't know, man. Like, I guess Elias is a heel for talking shit, but, like, anyway. Uh... Yeah, so, uh, he's like, look, you're, uh, he's like, every, everything, uh, everything about you is a joke, but what I do to you is not gonna be a joke. Such a, like, a bully response, um, when you, when you finally crack on him after he's cracking on you. Um, Elias pretends like he's gonna leave, and then, uh, cheap shots Lashley, but Lashley, uh, takes him out beats him down, uh, then he calls Elias's camera crew back in and has them film the vertical suplex, uh, that he does, um, so, that's, that's really dirty, uh, that camera crew, especially if Elias paid them to follow him around, like, that's, that's messed up, like, I paid y'all, and now y'all, now y'all just gonna be switching sides, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay y'all no more, my, them checks is coming back to me, Please don't go no switching sides, switching sides. R.I.P.X. Shout out Trippy Red, new album out. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So after uh, after the Elias and Lashley stuff, um, we see Dolph and Drew backstage, uh, and the commentary is hyping up that Seth is gonna have a partner. Michael Cole makes sure to let us know. It's not Dean. He's still injured. Um, after uh, after break, the authors of Pain are out next. So it's Razar in singles action. Uh, Razar is going to go up against Titus from Titus Worldwide. Uh, so before the match actually starts, uh, we see Seth backstage. Uh, and my man Tyler Breeze approaches. He says, I know you're looking for a partner. Look no further. Breeze is here. I know you got this whole cross. He's like, you know, you're got this whole rugged look going on. I'm gorgeous. And, you know, you got this CrossFit Jesus thing going on. What if we were CrossFit Breezes? And that's fire. Um, but uh, Breeze puts out his fist for the shield bump. And then Reigns comes in and just looks at him, and like he's crazy. And Seth's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Um, he's like, you guys. Reigns is like, are you guys serious? And uh, Seth basically is like, yeah, everybody wants to be down. Uh, so <laughs> Reigns is like, look, I have your back tonight. Uh, we're a tag team. And then they do the fist bump and just kind of leave Breeze there. So that's messed up. But. <laughs> uh, but so Reigns is is gonna be uh, Seth's partner supposedly. Um, Titus Worldwide now officially coming to the ring. Um, 
the match starts. Uh, Razor is in control. Titus starts fighting back. Akam uh, uh, distracts Titus from the outside. Terrible distraction. Like he hops on the apron for a second. And Titus turns around and just starts talking to him because that's what you do in a match. Um, but, uh, after the distraction, uh, we got a big spine buster and a win from Razar. So, 50-50 booking, Apollo gets the win, Razar gets the win back for AOP. Now we gotta see them fight each other as a team because they're even in singles. Um, Kevin Owens' show is up next. Kevin Owens introduces uh, our resident raw guru, Jinder Mahal, uh, the modern-day Maharaja. Uh, Owens says that he was skeptical of Jinder's methods previously, but says because of what Jinder taught him, he's okay. He says Jinder and himself share something special in common. And Owens says... I beat Braun. Gender beat Braun. We've both beat the monster. Um, Owens just keeps going. He's talking all kinds of trash about Braun. And then uh, Braun does Braun things and pushes over their whole stage. Like, all of a sudden, you see the stage and it's like, what? What? What's going on? And then Braun. And he celebrates. Um... Then there, after that, they announce there's a rematch between Braun and Gender. Um, when the match starts, the crowd chants, Get these hands! Get these hands! Uh, Kevin Owens steals the money in the, brief, uh, money in the Bank briefcase again, like he did last week. Uh, Strowman chases, but he's like, Nope, not gonna get counted out this time. Um, Owens steals the case again. Uh, Strowman chases him down, uh, yanks the case back from Owens, and then he accidentally clocks Jinder Mahal when he yanks the case back, uh, and then Jinder wins by disqualification. So that's another way that Owens can win the case from Braun on SummerSlam on the 17th, or what is it, the 19th? 19th. So... Um, or is it the 20th? Whatever day SummerSlam is, that's when this is going to happen. So we'll, so we'll see. They're, they're really laying it out for us, all the different ways that Braun can lose and not even actually lose, but then he's going to lose his case either way. Driving those point, points home, the different ways that Owens can win by nefarious means. So, uh, let's see here. Um, backstage, Corbin hands his phone to Kurt. Uh, Kurt says, uh, he understands, uh, to whoever's on the phone. So, we'll, we'll figure out what that means later, I guess. (laughs) Um, WWE puts together a video package and they remind us that Roman versus Brock has been a thing for the last three years. Um, Graves sat down with 
Roman for a second. He says, a lot of men have lost. Uh, and then Rain says that a lot of men have lost to Brock Lesnar. He lost, but he got, but he kicked his ass. So video package on the whole, uh, on the whole feud. And I don't think we need to see a video package on this whole feud at this point. Um, we all know what happened and we're ready for it to end. That seems to be the consensus. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just ready for a new champ. Like, I feel like the, like, I mean, we've done the Brock thing. Uh, but now I'm just ready to see, like, someone else be champ. And I'm ready to see, like, the the champ involved in regular storylines again. That's what I miss. Uh, the the champion involved in, in storylines all the time and not just waiting around. Because, I mean, Brock Lesnar is cool and all, but they basically have booked him on, like, God level. So it's just like... When he pops up for a, a title feud, you know, it's just like, man, what? Like, the the Samoa, I, f- I felt like the Samoa Joe one, they had a chance to to make it more believable, but, uh, and make it seem like, oh, okay, this dude might fuck up Brock, and, like, we'll, we'll see what happens, but, uh, alas, it was not to be, but, uh, but, yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, or you know what if if this feud was with Lashley instead of but then Lashley you have have to find somebody to talk talk for him because Heyman would would have eviscerated him but uh anyway um let's see uh Dolph after the video package recap Dolph is out next uh Followed by Drew McIntyre. They face Seth and Roman next. And then uh, we see Seth and Reigns backstage. Corbin and Kurt are also there. Corbin says that Steph says if he helps... Wow, this is a tongue twister. Uh, Steph says if he helps Seth tonight, then Reigns loses his title shot. Uh, So... So he says that, uh, you know, Stephanie wants to protect the main event at SummerSlam, so Reigns has to watch his friend get beat up. So, you know, man, uh, everybody is, everybody's against Reigns, and, and it's, it's, it's tough for little old Roman. Um, so... Seth is like, don't worry about it, man. I got it. Uh, Reigns punches Corbin in the ribs after the coup de gras. So, you know, it it super hurts. Guys, I get it. I super get it. All right. Um, sorry, inside reference. <laughs> if, you, if you know, you know. And if you know that one, then you know. Um, okay. Uh, so, Seth goes out there for a handicap match. Uh, he's taking the fight to both guys. Uh, Drew tries to catch Seth off the top rope, um, but he kind of drops him. Uh, Dolph and Dolph and Drew are just starting to pick apart Seth Rollins. The numbers game is working in their favor. Uh, Rollins gets sent outside, pulls Drew off the apron. 
uh, before Dolph can make a tag to him. Suicide dive on Ziggler by Seth. Uh, springboard clothesline. Uh, Ziggler avoids the stomp. And then uh, Drew tags Dolph as, uh, as Seth is giving him the buckle bomb. Dolph is able to get the, the pin on Seth. Um, Dolph gets the... Uh, Dolph gets the controversial win because there was uh, there was no tag, uh, there was no actual tag, so he just kind of jumped in. He wasn't the legal man and still gets the pin, um, but it was a handicap match. So, I mean, I guess technically that matters, but I feel like it shouldn't. Letting letting the guys fight two on one. Um, B team out next, and whoever changed. The B team's music needs to be fired. That, but I can also see that, like, at some point, if they continue to get over, uh, I could see like the crowd eventually yelling that "Go team, go" or whatever they put in there. I can see a crowd doing that. Um, but their other music was dope, man. It was fire. Just leave that. All right. Uh, backstage, uh, we see Ronda Rousey, and she's warming up. Um, doing her thing, getting ready for her main event tonight, and then transition back to the match that's getting ready to start because B team came out and then we went to a break. Um, the top guys, yeah, that's right, Dash and Dawson, the revival, they're alive again. Uh, so they come out. There's a like an inset promo, well not inset, like a little video promo that plays. Uh, during their entrance, and they said that the tag division is full of magicians. The deleters appear out of nowhere. The B team magically becomes champs, and they are gonna make the B team's win streak disappear. Ha 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 ha! All right, so the match, <laughs> so the match starts off um, a little bit of back and forth action for a bit. Uh, then the revival starts doing revival things and isolate. Bo Dallas, um, Bo Leave, uh, then all of a sudden, you know, that, that sound, that sound, that Wyatt sound, um, lights go down, and, uh, Dash and Curtis Axel have both disappeared, Matt Hardy's in one corner, and Bray Wyatt is in the other, uh, Dawson and Bo are looking for their partners, like, what the, and, uh, then they figure, all right, well, I guess we got to fight, and then Bray and Matt take them both out, uh, Twist of Fate, Sister Abigail, and I appreciate the WWE trying to give some juice to the tag division, um, but I wish they would have. They had to start this earlier if they were gonna get us ready for SummerSlam. Like they should have, they should have started the issues between these guys like in, like in June, and and been consistent with it. Because um, I mean, I guess technically they have kind of teased it here and there a little bit, but there's no focus on the tag team, so there's just like no momentum especially for the revival like people forget they're even on tv um they had to remind us that they beat lashley and roman um anyway 
Uh, and then and that's like their that's like their big claim to fame because like beating the other tag teams don't even matter. Uh, that sucks. Uh, but anyway, it's I I appreciate that they're, they're they're trying to give us a story between these three teams and they're like building issues between them and stuff like that. Uh, I think everybody is playing their roles correctly. Um, I believe if this were done in another city, perhaps. Uh, the crowd would have been way more into it, um, but you know, it's I I I'm appreciating that they're that they're that they're doing it. It's it's about time, and hopefully, this isn't just to build a SummerSlam match and then it falls off the cliff after. Uh, hopefully, this is something that uh, that continues. And, and there's still a spotlight on the teams after this and that more teams uh, maybe get a chance to work themselves up the ranks. I mean, we have two tag team stories going on right now, uh, AOP and Titus Worldwide, and then this, uh, this three-way for the, for the tag titles. Um, anyway, uh, we have Renee... Young backstage with Paul Heyman. Uh, we, we got more news on Renee Young a little bit later. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Heyman is is disheveled. He has red eyes and stubble. Uh, says that Brock disconnected his number. All right, it's a new phone. Who this? Um, Heyman says that he's wanted to talk to Brock, but Brock won't pick up any calls. He's tried reaching out through other people to to get to to Brock uh but Brock's not with the shits uh Heyman's like legit choking back tears here he's he's really great at this uh he says that like his kids and Brock's kids uh were friends and him and Brock were supposed to ride off into the sunset with the universal title on one shoulder and the UFC heavyweight title on the other shoulder and Heyman behind him, proclaiming him as the reigning, defending, undisputed. But he doesn't even get the undisputed because he starts crying. Like, it's crazy. Heyman, like, I, like I'm sitting here, like, legit feeling bad for him. I'm just like, yo, damn, bro, he lost his, he lost his boy, man. He lost his bro. Um, Renee... And he's and he even goes after Renee a little bit. He's just like, wow, yeah, you're you're enjoying this, aren't you? Like, like you're you're saying like this is what I get, huh? And she's just like, wow, no, like it's it, bro. Like I feel bad. <laughs> uh, Renee asks him who would be the next Heyman guy, and he's just like, wow, like a week ago that would have been this that would have been inconceivable. Like this whole thing is inconceivable. I just can't even. I can't even think about it. Like, I can't just replace him. So he's def. So Brock's definitely getting replaced. <laughs> um, ah, who do you guys think it's gonna be, man? Uh, I, I still, I still think it's gonna be Roman. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Because like, I think about all the years where Cena was a. Uh, a top face and we wanted him to go heel and then that just never happened but I feel like they can do it because like you got Seth 
they're ready to go. The fans are buying into him as a top face. Seth can be that guy. You can afford to turn Roman heel. And then he turns heel. It's going to make him cooler when he eventually does turn face and let let him just go on a heel run for like a few years. Uh, have him do like some some pretty dastardly stuff, uh, attack the shield guys, just like whatever. Um, let him let him go heal for a bit. When he eventually does turn back face, and like the the fans are gonna love him even more, and then he's gonna be over forever. Like so, you're gonna get what you want. So just. Because, I, I mean, even though a lot of people are just like, oh, the ship is sealed, the Reigns, uh, 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 I don't know, man. I still think if they turned him heel, uh, even let him go on a run with Heyman for a while, uh, and then maybe even have him turn on Heyman and go super heel, like, just, like, but after running with Heyman for a while, just go super heel on Heyman and just, you know, whatever. And then eventually... You could turn him back face, and he'll be that guy. Even he'll, you know, you'll have a huge star in your hands. But you already have Seth Rollins. You already have Finn Balor, who a lot of the fans are behind, and you could put the rocket back on him. You know, so there's there's guys, there's guys there. Uh, let's see, you have uh, you have Aleister Black after he heals up and gets out of NXT. Uh, I think you could... He's another guy who has a unique look and a cool enough character to where he might not be, like, 1A, like, you know, face, like, the the number one top guy, but you could have him in that top guy mix. You could have him up there. Because, like, before, you know, there was, there was Rock, there was Austin and Stone Cold at the top, and then Triple H was kind of floating around, and then Kurt Angle uh, popped up, uh, a little bit after that and then you had like just you had a few guys you know what i mean like so i think there's i think there's a a ton of those there's dean ambrose if they if they let him let him be great you know um okay uh anyway um Heyman lets us know that he's never seen Brock more driven or more violent and says Roman doesn't stand a chance against this Brock Lesnar. So Heyman deserves an Emmy. Holy shit. Uh, Riot Squad out next following that great performance by Paul Heyman. Uh, rematch against the Boss and Hug Connection. All right. So they're, they're, they're a thing. Boston Hug Connection is a thing. You see them on social media. I was just looking, uh, I was just looking earlier before I started recording, and Bailey was hanging out with, with Dawson of the Revival, learning how to be a tag team specialist. So it, they're, they're doing it. They're, I, I like it. They're, they're committing. Um, these women tag, tag titles are, are going to be a thing. I think it would be dope because uh, uh, I feel like if there was a tournament going on at uh, Evolution or the finals were going to be at Evolution, they would have let us know already by now, uh, and we'd be having like tournament matches leading up to it. But I can also see how they don't want to 
like get the the tournament in in the mix like with the SummerSlam build and just kind of let it do its own thing um what if uh you just hold the I mean there's always a chance that like the Monday after SummerSlam they could announce oh well, now we're having women's tag tag turning across all three brands like you know there's always a chance that they could do that because uh, uh, an announcement like that would go over well in Brooklyn too but um, I don't know I think that you wait and you could do because um, I was talking to I was talking to somebody on Twitter about this as well I cannot remember the at name. I'm sorry, uh, but I think you can you can wait on the women's tag team tournament. Uh, let Evolution do its thing because you already got a lot of big events at Evolution. Um, probably gonna have Ronda's uh, first main event title defense. Um, probably gonna uh, you're gonna have uh, the finals of the May Young Classic. I'm gonna have the NXT Women's Championship, so Ronda and Shayna Baszler both retaining on the same show. Uh, maybe a f- four horse women versus four horse women standoff to end the show. That could be dope. Um, and then uh, you know you got the SmackDown Women's Title uh, on the line at Evolution. Uh, then you got. Um, then you got probably the NXT UK women's title, so Tony Storm maybe, or if that's if that's not on the line, then I, I could see a Tony Storm, Io Shirai, um, finals, so that'd be cool. Uh, but uh, anyway, I say you can hold off on the tag. Uh, on the tag tourney, and then the night, the the Monday after Evolution, everybody's basking in the glory. All oh, women's wrestling, this, this, and this. Then announce, oh, it's not the Evolution's not over. Boom, tag team title, women's tag team championships tournament starts tonight, and then you have, uh, and the the matches go across Raw, SmackDown and NXT that week and then for the next few weeks and then the finals are at Survivor Series uh, because that should be or well uh, I don't know if that time when's the uh, evolution is it in it's in October right so if it if it is in October then okay that works um then uh the next pay-per-view would be Survivor Series. You have the tourney go over that. Uh, the finals at Survivor Series, that, that matters because uh, Survivor Series is now like a contest between the brands. Um, then you could have the women's tag team champions uh, float between all the brands defending, uh, defending the tag team titles. But... Uh, but um the 
the brand get that gets bragging rights, you know, is oh the the tag champs are from this brand, so that's who gets the bragging rights. So that it fits into the whole narrative of Survivor Series as well. So I think that uh, I think that would work. I think that could I think that could be dope, uh, and that might be why they haven't announced any any kind of tag team uh, tournament or women's t- tag titles, even though they're really pushing. Uh, the boss and hug connection and the boss and hug connection if you follow Bailey and Sasha on social media they are also pushing it they've even we've even seen you know hashtags women's champs or women's tag champs or tag champs so um let's see here so uh so the match actually is about to kick off uh, riot squad comes out boss and hug connection comes out matching gear again uh boss and Bailey are clicking, uh, but then Logan's able to take back control, send um, Bailey into the turnbuckle. Uh, looked like a nasty bump. Uh, Bailey rolls out of the ring to kind of get her bearings. Uh, we go to break. Back from ba- break, uh, Bailey is trying to survive. Basically. Um, Bailey almost makes uh, the tag, but then they pull Sasha off the apron. Uh, but then uh, finally she does make the tag. Some things go down. Sasha uh, hits a meteora off the top. Um, they're so Bailey and Sasha are so flame emoji with the with the double team moves and the and the tag offense. Um, Bailey sends Liv Morgan out of the ring, uh, and then Bailey dives at her only for some mysterious person in a hoodie to pull Liv Morgan out of the way. The hoodie comes off, and it's <gasps> Ruby Riot. <laughs> um, so uh, Logan rolls up Sasha in the confusion. Uh, Riot Squad wins. Um, I would have guessed, like when. Uh, when she first got signed, I would have guessed Kimber Lee would have been the bigger star uh, between her and Heidi Lovelace. That was just my feeling at the time. We had the uh, the Chris Dickinson uh, just tossing Kimber Lee the big bump there. Like I just figured that I don't know, not that Kimberly was like the better wrestler, but like I don't know. I just thought she would fit in better, maybe, um, but. No, Ruby Riot is gonna be a star. Like she's legit gonna be a star. Like the whole way that she took off the hoodie and everything like that. I was like, yeah, man, this is this works. And not this, not to say that Kimberly can't be a star, but I don't know. I, if it just, I guess it just didn't click with her in NXT. And then that, I don't know what kind of gimmick they were giving her. That like fairy dancer. I don't know what it was. Uh, kind of like the Tinkerbell I don't know man but like Kimberly she's a wrestler like you know what I mean just just let her I would have just let her do what she did on the indies man but or just just let her wrestling speak for itself I don't know and then we we fill in the fill in the blanks there uh let's see here then we have a video recap of the Rousey and Bliss feud so far. Um, even leading up to 
what led to this this matchup that we're having for the main event with uh, Foxy and uh, Foxy and and Rousey. Um, first, Bliss and Fox come out. Uh, it's it's kind of messed up that this is Foxy's first uh, main event and she doesn't even get to come out to her own music. She has to come out to Alexa Bliss's music. Um, Charlie Caruso's already in the ring. She's asking about Ronda. Bliss cuts all of that off, says, yo, let's kill all that noise. Um, she said, you should ask better questions, Charlie, Charles. Um, Foxy starts kind of listing all of her accomplishments. Um, and then they, they kick they kick Charles out of the ring and they've had enough of her. Um, and then they, you know, start trying to cut a promo. And that's the thing too, man, Alicia Fox didn't even get to cut her own promo before her main event, but I get it. The, the fuse between, uh, bliss and Rousey. Uh, and that's kind of bliss's personality too, or well, not personality, but like, uh, that's kind of like bliss's gimmick personality as a character. Um, let's see here. Rhonda's had enough, and I don't give a damn about your reputation. Comes on, uh, she comes down to the ring. Uh, Natalia's in tow. Uh, Foxy is kind of waiting in the corner. She's just standing there looking at her. Rousey is ready to go, bouncing around in the center of the ring. She's like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Um, Foxy is like, "This is my town," you know. So. Jacksonville is her town. Uh, yes, but, you know, she's legitimately from Florida, so that's cool. Um, Foxy's doing some old-school stalling, sliding out of the ring, stuff like that. Um, N- Natalia, uh, well, B- Bliss tries to jump on the apron. Uh, Natalia's like, you know what? And she takes her out. Uh, Bliss pulls Ronda uh Bliss pulls Ronda down and uh from outside the ring and then that's when Foxy attacks starts beating Ronda Rousey down in the corner uh and then we see the shift Ronda Rousey gives her the look uh-oh terminator mode uh multiple judo tosses just flipping that BL. um no disrespect <laughs> Ronda's fired up talking trash um, she throws Foxy across the ring with a suplex. Arm bar, it's over. After the match, Charles hops back in the ring, and she's uh, trying to ask Ronda some questions. Bliss attacks from behind and gets judo tossed for her troubles. Um, then Ronda takes the mic again and says, it doesn't matter how tight you hold on to that title. It's mine. And then she throws the mic down and it bounces so high up that it like flies past her face. And um, she's even a, she's even a G on accident. So gangster. Um, the match with Alicia was a foregone conclusion and it really wasn't that good. But Rhonda plays her role so well as the badass that like we're just with it, you know what I mean, and she's not overexposed yet, so she could still pull us in with that expression change and the switch to killer mode, um, 
the whole Foxy thing is just weird. It feels a little bit off. But uh, she's basically just filling in for Mickey James' spot. I guess uh, Mickey Mickey James got injured. Um, everything would make more sense with Mickey James there. But you got to do what you got to do, man. Um, Bliss's character is a user. So um, it makes sense that she would just, like, put another person in that spot. You know? Uh, so it makes so I guess it does make sense. It makes sense from uh, Bliss's point of view and and how the feud is working. But I guess it doesn't make sense. It didn't, it didn't even make sense with uh, Mickey James going back to Bliss. Like why would she do that? They had broke apart, biscuit butt, that whole feud. Um, yeah, uh, but you know one of the things I do wonder, and I kind of alluded to it uh, previously. Um, that I think we might see Ronda win it at SummerSlam, but I wonder if Natalia turns on Ronda and costs her the belt at SummerSlam. Like, that makes sense to me because Ronda's great, but I don't think anybody thinks that she's ready to be the champ. But I think we could all see them making her the champ because I mean she's Ronda freaking Rousey um and like we know what that means for money and evolution with the all women's pay-per-view coming up like you gotta have Rousey in that main event it only makes sense for her to be the champ but also what if um you could drag it out a little bit uh, I wonder if Natty costs Ronda the belt at SummerSlam. Uh, and then you have somebody that Ronda could feud with for a little bit. Uh, Natty is going to make Ronda look like a million bucks in the ring. Uh, and then she can just kind of help her with working a, a pro wrestling feud. Like uh, uh, this feud with Alexa, she hasn't really been around, but... Like Alexa can handle the the bulk of the mic work and and take care of that, and now I think we could get a feud where we have good, just multiple good matches uh, between Ronda and and Natty, and and Natty's gotten a lot better at character work, um, you know, and I think and it could be there's such an easy story to tell, like oh you know I'm the I'm the veteran. I've been here for years. I'm supposed to be the champion. I'm supposed to be the one that's celebrated. You come out of nowhere, and then they stick me with you to help you train, and now you're getting the title shots? Like, I taught you. You know what I mean? Like, that's a like that's a, a real feud, and that could, I, I think, just all that could be dope. I mean, they're going to they're gonna run that feud eventually, but I wonder if that's how they get to it. That's how they started. Uh she costs her the belt. Um, then they start beefing. Uh, somehow Natalia, maybe there's a triple threat match. And then Natalia is able to, again, sneak out with the with the title. Maybe, like, Ronda destroys uh, Bliss with a uh, some kind of judo toss move. And then... Like Natalia throws her out of the ring, gets the pin. Now Natalia's champ. Um, Bliss uses her rematch clause on a episode of Raw, and then Ronda 
is able to become the number one contender and Ronda finally vanquishes uh, Natalia and becomes champion and wins in the main event of Evolution. Right? I feel like that could work. Uh, and then you could even continue the feud for like a match or two after that too uh, between them. And that could be like her her first Ronda's first feud as a champ, and then after she comes out of the other side of that she should be a better performer and then we could see like a a, a ronda sasha program or or something like that so or ronda ember uh, you gotta save ronda ember for wrestlemania but uh but yeah man we'll see um so that is basically everything for raw that's a that was a lot of time talking about raw um Let's see. What else we got? We got SmackDown next. Show opens on SmackDown. Randy Orton comes out to start. Uh, Commentary hypes up how dangerous Orton is now. Uh, I guess they forgot about IED Orton, huh? Um, Orton says that last week, Harley called Hardy called him out. Oh, man, I'm Mike Adamley. Jeff Harvey! All right, um, Hardy called him out, and it ended badly for him. Uh, video recap of Orton beating down Jeff Hardy and uh, washing his face <laughs> because because that's a that's a feud in wrestling, man. No, no, I can't even. Nah, bro. Nah, I can't even rock with this dude. Nah, man, that dude washed my face. Um, so Orton says. Watching people squirm is part of why he did this. Says he's going to be so violent, you're going to want to change the channel. But you won't. Uh, He says people still believed uh, in Jeff Hardy, so he erased the enigma. That's why he washed his face. Um, He's going to erase everybody. He's going to wash all y'all faces. Um, Because he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. So, so now y'all gotta wash your face. Um, he says that the fans have made their choice, and so is he. So this is our fault. Everybody gonna get their face washed because of us. Um, he's gonna take out all of our favorites. He says you can call him whatever, but we need to just know R K. And then he drops it and lets us all say the O. And that's so fire. Like that's so fire how he's been doing that. Um, let's see unfortunately though with him with everything being so fire and him being so good I feel like he's gonna get cheered more and more and like they might just make him face Orton again cause that's what happened the last time like he got he just got really good at being a bad guy and he's getting cheers, so they just made him like crazy face Orton, and then that just turned into like boring Orton, like so boring paint by the numbers Randy Orton. But heel Randy Orton is is where the magic is, so let's just keep that going on. But there's you know there are some rumors going around on the internets right now, and maybe real life heel. Uh, maybe heel Randy Orton is even worse as real life heel Randy Orton. I don't know. Um, 
All I'm saying is keep the hand sanitizer on deck. Anyway, uh, let's see here. We see Charlotte and Becky backstage. Uh, they both kind of tried to talk at the same time. Charlotte says, uh, then, you know, it's like, no, you go ahead. Okay, you go ahead. So Charlotte says, hey, man, I wasn't trying to steal your moment. Becky's like, hey, I understand. Uh, it's all good. Uh, we want the same things. That's probably why we get along so well. Uh, but she just wanted Carmella to herself. Um, now the hill she has to climb just got steeper with a big blonde boulder in the middle of it. Becky says, it's all good. Charlotte's like, are we good for this tag match tonight? And Becky says, yeah, man, we're not Sasha and Bailey. Hi-oh! Uh, four horsewomen shot there between the between the four of them. So, uh, I also feel like that just kind of, I don't know, somehow that just kind of, like, alludes to uh, uh, a tag team type deal. Maybe uh, Becky and Charlotte will be a tag team in the in the tournament. But, uh, let's see here. And then maybe, like, Becky goes heel. Maybe that's how it happens, like, they'll be in the tournament and then you might be like oh yeah they have to be a favorite and then like they lose their first match and then they just have issues after that um okay and one of them's the champ too after SummerSlam just throw that in there and then and then you can just like branch off into a championship feud between them after that um just a thought okay um Charlotte, or Becky and Charlotte are going to be up against the Iconics, uh, so Becky's music hits first, um, after break, um, Carmella's on commentary, um, Mella says she's aware, she's in a triple threat, and she's not happy about it at all, (laughs) she, she gets it, she super gets it, um, Iconics are out next, it's been a few weeks since I've heard one of their promos, so I was down with it, even though Orlando started chanting boring at them, um, which it wasn't. They just needed to, Orlando needed to shut up and let him get to the point. Um, anyway, uh, match starts off, uh, Becky takes control immediately, and then she tags in Charlotte, uh, slingshot plancha to the outside by Charlotte uh, Charlotte is pushing Billy Kay back into the ring uh, Peyton Royce with the distraction boom boot to Charlotte Iconics are able to take control uh, and there's a little bit of a beat down on Charlotte they're keeping her in, in their corner Peyton and Billy tagging in and out trying to keep the pressure on Charlotte uh, spinning kick from Peyton. Billy Kay tags back in. Uh, Charlotte and Billy Kay both boot each other. Uh, tags to Becky and Peyton. Um, and Becky kind of makes quick work of her. Disarmor locked in. Uh, 
Oh, nope. Billy Kay comes and breaks it up. Charlotte moonsault. And then she takes out both the Aussies. Figure eight on Peyton for the win. Uh, Renee Young's backstage with the New Day. Uh, she asked them about being on commentary last week. They had their own announce table. Uh, pancakes, all that. Big E says that they're trying something new today. And then Kofi Kingston pulls out a wig. Uh, puts on an old-timey announcer voice and sounds something like this and uh, starts conducting an interview with Biggie and Xavier Woods. Uh, so it was actually uh, awesome, and Kofi is really good at that. Um, I mean, he, his name, he said his name was Kramer or something. Uh, he asked about the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, Renee Young is cracking up. Um, and that was that was that that was that was great. Um, Miz is on the set of his show, apparently, um, and he accepts Daniel Bryan's uh, SummerSlam challenge. Uh, and says all that, and then. Uh, Starts talking, he, he's talking mess about, about Daniel Bryan. Uh, there was a, there was a beatdown that happened as well, so there's all, all kinds of stuff. Um, back from break, we see Charlotte and Becky backstage. Uh, but Charlotte says that that was great, and, and they were great tagging together. So Charlotte's all in on the team concept. Becky says that it'll be different at SummerSlam. Um, so Charlotte's just kind of like, all right, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to be great against each other. They do their tea, t- tea time handshake, and there's like an intense stare down between the two of them. Um, after that, there's a recap of Samoa Joe's promo on AJ, calling him out, calling him out as a failure to his family. Uh, AJ comes out and he says that he makes sacrifices for his family. That's why he's not home all the time. Joe uh, <laughs> says he doesn't want to be there. Uh, but Joe pisses him off because Joe knows his wife and family. And uh, they share an apartment complex and cold pizzas. Right? Now, if, you, if I'm sharing an apartment complex with you and some pizza, like you better act right. Put some respect on my name. Uh, Joe threw it all away by mentioning his family. Like, nah, man, you messed up. You shouldn't mention my fam. Uh, he says Joe won't walk out of SummerSlam as the champion. Says he'll be lucky if he walks out. Period. Backstage, we see Lana. Uh, Rusev approaches. He says Lana was right. Uh, he's going to be ringside for Lana versus Zelina Vega tonight. Happy Lana Day. Aiden English. Uh, Aiden English comes out and he's like, yo, I'm so sorry, Rusev and Lana, mom, dad. Um, and Rusev forgives, but he don't forget. Uh, so he said, yeah, I forgive you, but maybe you should stay in the back, son. Um, out next, we got fine ass Zelina Vega. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, we got Zelina Vega. She comes out. Uh, with 
Andrade, Cien Almas, uh, Lana, that, but, uh, <laughs> yo, man, that lot of theme is a banger. I hated it for a while, but now it drops. That's that shit is a banger. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, uh, she comes out. Uh, it's a little bit of a back and uh, the the match starts. Lana's bringing the fight right to Vega. Um, this one seemed a little bit sloppier than their match the week before. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, Rusev attacks Almas after he had jumped up on the apron. Uh, Vega kicks Rusev. And after that, Almas comes and attacks Rusev again. Lana takes out Vega with a kick and climbs up to the top. Uh, Rusev and Almas are fighting at this time. Aiden English comes flying down to the ring, even though Dad told him to stay back. Uh, Comes flying down to the ring, um, attacks Almas, and sends Almas into the turnbuckle, which knocks Lana down. Uh, Vega hits the double knees in the corner. For the three count, Vega, Almas, win. And Aiden English screws up again. Um, backstage, Renee Young is with Nakamura. Nakamura says he's not facing Hardy at SummerSlam. Um, Hardy's been erased. And Renee's like, you know, he hasn't really been erased. And Nakamura's like, yeah, I understand metaphors. Um, Ty Dillinger and R-Truth show up. He's trying to stop him. Uh, Ty Dillinger is. And R-Truth is like, hey, I want a match for your title. And Nakamura's like, how are you going to do that? Um, Truth says, man, same way everybody does. I'm a pin Carmella. And <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just awesome. R-Truth our truth finds ways to genuinely make me laugh in WWE. Um, I'm a pin Carmella. And then Ty's like, yo, that's not how it works for us. Um, truth says, like, look. And then he, like, points at Nakamura. And our truth is like, look, I'm not about to get in the ring with Renee. <laughs> and so that was, that was also hilarious. Um, Nakamura says some stuff in Japanese. Uh, I am not sure what it was, um, but whatever it was, uh, R-Truth felt extremely disrespected. I've heard, but I'm not sure if it's a reliable translation or not, uh, that Nakamura said something about punching him in the dick, but I don't know. Um, he's, <laughs> so R-Truth is like, you know what? The match with Carmella is off. I want Nakamura tonight. So he's... He's going to take it non-title. Uh, back from from break, R-Truth and Nakamura is confirmed. Uh, and Byron Saxon says he has an interview with The Miz. Uh, Saxon asks why The Miz isn't there. Um, 
Oh, he's he's interviewing the Miz already. <laughs> uh, so Saxton asks why uh, the Miz isn't there. Miz says uh, this is why Saxton won't be hearing anything more. Won't be anything more than second rate. Says his show has more views than the whole third season of Total Bellas. I don't care about any of this, uh, but it works for Miz, Miz's character to be bragging about uh, reality TV show ratings because it's believable. Um, Miz says he's not on SmackDown because he's a star, says um, says that everyone should tune in and watch his show because it is on Tuesday nights. Cheap plug. Um, it's funny to see what what happens um when he learns cpr so that's gonna be a that's gonna be a funny episode so you know what that little plug like i kind of want to know what's gonna happen when miz learns cpr i didn't watch it on tuesday but i might go back um he says that daniel bryan should watch because he needs to resuscitate his career oh uh he says he's not he he says he's not saw he's doing what Daniel Bryan wishes he could have been doing. Uh, Daniel Bryan all of a sudden pops out of nowhere. Remember when I said there was a beatdown? Yep. He pops up out of nowhere and he just starts bringing the fight to the Miz. Like he is rocking his shit. Uh, Miz has security. They get their shit rocked too. Um, and then finally, like when security is, when he, Bryan's fighting with security, Miz just breaks a vase over his head. And that's how he gets away. Um, <clears throat> Nakamura is out next. Um, Hill Nakamura is the man. That's that's my guy. I hope he's not going back to New Japan yet. But I could understand if he did. But please don't. You're the U.S. champ. Come on, man. Um, that's what New Japan had you as, bro. Intercontinental champ. All right. Um... back from the break R-Truth makes his entrance I thought he was freestyling the week before but apparently those are the new words he's updated his song uh, let's see here Graves uh, Graves is really going in he's dissing uh, he's dissing R-Truth uh, Nakamura Uh, Nakamura is he's yeah Graves is just dissing our truth like uh, he's dissing his bars he just doesn't doesn't dig it I I think that our truth should challenge him to a rap battle uh, I just feel like Graves has no bars that's just that's just a, a, an opinion <laughs> um, Nakamura is taking the fight to our truth uh, truth stops to do the come on taunt that Nakamura does he's like what's up um or well Nakamura does the does the come on but he says what's up and then uh, Truth does it back leapfrog uh Truth does a kick Locke is uh taking over now he starts toying with Truth a little bit because he's like, all right, playtime's over. He starts toying with him a little bit after a reverse exploder suplex. Uh, Kinshasa Nakamura wins. 
And then we have the Bludgeon Brothers. They cut a promo from some weird, scary, dark place. Uh, they're ready to break whoever they face mentally and physically. So watch out. Uh, the Double Bs, the Bludgeon Brothers, are out next. Uh, I still don't know quite what their gimmick is supposed to be. Uh, besides scary dudes with big hammers, paws. Um, but I'm ready to see War Machine, or I mean, uh, the War Raiders just kick their ass. Let's do that. Uh, Random Jobbers, uh, they do one of those, those commercial breaks where you can still see what's happening on the screen. Oh, excuse me. And, uh, yeah, there's some random jobbers, like these three dudes, um, 3SK is what their names are as a group. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers just kill these dudes. Uh, Corey Graves was calling one of them Taz Jr. I thought that was great. Um, shit ended quick. Uh, Blood Brother, Blood, Blood Brothers, Blood, uh, Bludgeon Brothers win. Uh, the bar is out first. Before break, uh, this is the main event um, for the tag team tournament, um, the finals. So the winner of uh, the winner of this is who gets to face uh, the Bludgeon Bros at SummerSlam. Um, the bar is out first. Uh, they remind us that the bar ended the record reign that the New Day had. Uh, the crowd starts chanting for pancakes. Um, the, new day is, the New Day is out there. So, uh, so the, the match starts off, and this is a, this is a really great match. Um, I'm not really going to recap and break down like what happened move by move, um, but if you didn't get a chance to see it, go out of your way and watch it. This is... What happens when WWE does tag team wrestling right? Um, SmackDown's tag division is uh, really a far ahead of Raw's tag division. Um, and I wouldn't even say necessary. I mean, I guess SmackDown has maybe bigger name teams. Like you got uh, you got the Usos, the New Day, and and the Bar, and those three have probably been been the most relevant and important uh, and consistent tag teams in WWE for like the last three years maybe but um, and they're all on one show so I mean I guess that's maybe why you have a, a stronger quality and a writing team that invests more in them because they have the they have the, the guys but I wouldn't say that like Smackdown's division is like infinitely better then Raw's tag division, you got um, you got the revival. They're great. Uh, I I still feel like Matt and Bray can be a lot of fun, and they can they can be a good team. And they're both name guys. Um, Authors of Pain can be great if you give them a chance. Uh, see, I don't even know who else is on Raw's tag roster. <laughs> Because they don't they don't showcase them, you know what I mean? Um and then like SmackDown they even have guys they don't use all the way, like you got the 
Uh, you got the Good Brothers. You know, they they pop up here and there. Uh, Raw still has Heath Slater and Rhino. Like, they could be something. You got the B team, um, who, if they're pushing now, like, I feel like they could be a solid team. And they're kind of getting over, so you can, I mean, you always need, like, that fun team in the mix that you could put put the belts on. Like, Too Cool was for a little while, you know? Um, R.I.P. Brian Christopher. But, uh... But yeah, so uh, great tag team match. Um, just lots of counters. Uh, Cesaro hits a big swing. Um, physical matchup. Just everything, everything that you could, uh, everything that you could want in a in a tag team main event match in WWE. Um, The the New Day wins uh, after hitting the midnight hour on Cesaro, uh, so they're gonna they're gonna face the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam and hopefully get the belts off of them. Um, or just give them a really great match, and they can retain. Just give them a good match and get the crowd hot and legitimize these guys. Um. All right, let's see what what show did I watch next? This is uh, next up NXT uh, recap of Champa winning the gold two weeks ago, uh, and then his promo last week um, shows Gargano's attack, and then Black Tyler Black taking out uh, Gargano um, echoes that Champa is only champ thanks to Gargano, and then we have the show opening up. Uh, there's a, a female jobber out first, Amber Nova. She looks like a creative wrestler, is what she looks like. Uh, she's getting sacrificed to Nikki Cross. Um, Amber Nova's an idiot and shoves Nikki Cross and uh, gets hit with a belly to back for her troubles. Um, Nova gets some offense in surprising like way more offense than I would have thought she would have got uh Nikki Cross recovers goes crazy and kills her uh Cross gets the win Ricochet will be in action tonight uh EC3 accepted the Velveteen Dreams invite and they're gonna have some footage of that uh we get like a a Keith Lee promo video package he's limitless so let's get ready to bask in his glory I'm down. I'm on board, Keith. Uh, Ricochet is out next after break. Um, Undisputed Era had already attacked him, and they had laid him out. Uh, Cole says, uh, Adam Adam Cole tells him he's no coward, he's the champ. So, uh, like, Ricochet is entrance was going on then when the lights come up in that part where he's like standing there instead of standing there he was on the ground with undisputed era all around him um interview with vanessa Bourne. uh she's against uh tainara conti uh for the last spot in the may young challenge uh this guy adrian jarud jarude i forget how to say his name <laughs> um He's out next, so he's uh, basically another... We got another squash match on the way. Um, 
He's against, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. He's against uh, Cassius Ono. Um, my man does a cartwheel, then uh, a few amateur takedowns, and then uh, who's your hero? Chris Hero. Uh, some brutal kicks, another takedown, and then... Uh, Chris Hero with a with just like a super solid elbow, then the rolling elbow. It's all over. He wants bigger opportunities. I think he's turning heel. I hope he's turning heel. It's a rumor going around about him un, uh, joining the Undisputed Era. It's fun. I doubt it if it happens, but it would be amazing. But I'll just take a regular old heel turn. Uh, let's see here. After that, we have EC3 and Velveteen. They meet up poolside. Velveteen asks him if he wants to take a walk. EC3 thought he was going to throw him in the pool. Um, and uh, they they kind of talk a little bit. Uh, EC3 says he came for a fight, but now he sees that this is bigger than both of them. And it needs to happen at TakeOver. Uh, he knocks Velveteen's glasses down. Uh, counter, uh, Velveteen goes after him, uh, counter attack, and he does the, looks like the one percenter into the pool. Then he tells, uh, Velveteen to quit freaking out. It's only three feet of water. Uh, Marcel Bartel, uh, out next, and he will be sacrificed to Keith Lee. Uh, crowd's already into Keith Lee, Bartel. Uh, with a few strikes, Lee with a leapfrog, and then a beautiful drop kick. Uh, Keith Lee catches a boot, hanging on to it. Bartel can't get out of Keith Lee's grip, so he does a step up in Zaguri. Uh, Keith Lee hits a headbutt. Keith Lee hits a pounce. Keith Lee uh, does like this jackknife looking move and gets the win. Um. Next up, Vanessa Bourne versus Tynar Conti. Uh, this just wasn't really that that good of a match. Uh, Vanessa Bourne tells her, stay down. And I hate when wrestlers do that. They're like, stay down. And you've only been fighting for like two minutes. You've done like five moves. Why would somebody stay down? What are you talking about? Conti uh, gets the win which is a little bit surprising because it seemed like they were kind of building up Vanessa Bourne a little bit more, and Conti just... I don't think we've even seen her since, like, the last May Young Classic. But, uh, I guess, I don't know. She's Brazilian-y, that worldwide flavor uh, for this for this classic to make it feel bigger. Um... Gargano versus Aleister Black never even really gets started. Uh, Ciampa runs down there before the match uh, starts. No contest. Big brawl between everybody. Aleister Black takes them all out. Uh, he's putting the beats on Gargano. Refs pull them apart. Uh, Regal makes it a triple threat for the title in Brooklyn. Show ends. But uh, if you haven't been under a rock you know that Alistair Black is injured. It's going to be a last man standing match between Gargano and Ciampa at Brooklyn TakeOver. 
Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, next up, Impact. Impact Wrestling. Uh, show starts off with a crazy brawl uh, backstage between the OGs and uh, LAX. Fighting all through the building. Finally, some security shows up. The OG beats up security. Uh, Super Mex is, is border tossing people into the wall and whatnot. Uh, we get the show open. Gama Singh is in the ring for the Desi Hit Squad. I didn't know who these guys were when I got back into watching Impact when I first started this show. But um, in that, in what these last six weeks, uh, they've grown on me, man. I am I'm down with Desi Hit Squad. Uh, next up, we got Bone Soldier. Uh, Ishimori from the Bullet Club. Uh, he's coming down to the ring. Uh, has he picked sides in the Elite versus the Firing Squad yet? Uh, Tama brought him into the crew, right? Like, they turned on Chase and Yujiro. Um, where's Where's Ishimori at? Because, like, I don't even know. He wasn't really, like, even kicking it with the Bucks and stuff. He's just, like, in Bullet Club by himself in TNA. Uh... Anyway, um, Bone Soldier starts the match. And he ends up tagging in uh, Petey Williams pretty quick. They were attacked by Desi Hit Squad uh, last week, so that's that's why this is happening now. Code Breaker, then a DDT. Um, Petey with a bulldog on one of the DHS guys. Uh, Petey eats a kick from. Rohit Raju, uh, and then Gurusinder Singh drops Petey. Um, Bone Soldier hops into the ring, takes out Rohit and uh, Gurusinder uh, at the same time. Then Petey is back in the ring. He goes for the Canadian Destroyer. That's broken up. Match breaks down. Uh, Petey pulls. Rojit Raju from the ring uh, and then they hit the destroyer Ishi, uh, he hits the Canadian destroyer Ishimori with uh, his modified DDT finisher and it's a wrap uh, Pentagon's backstage in his promo he says he knows that uh, Saidao talks about the universe and and all that uh, he says only pain exists in his universe. And then he says he has two words for you. Serio. Miedo. Uh, so Pentagon said universe and he did the two words line. So it's pretty much convent, uh, It's pretty much confirmed. Uh, Lucha Bros to the WWE. Right? Right. Um, let's see. Back from break. A recap of the show opening brawl. And then we have uh, Alicia talking to Allie. Ali uh, addresses uh, Tessa's criticisms of her that uh, she doesn't genuinely want to help anybody and she says she made a promise to stop Sue Young and no one else is going to get stuffed in a casket uh, she says that Tessa thinks it's about the belt but she says go ahead and make it non-title it's about stopping Sue 
Kira Hogan comes out and she's like, yo, Sue, bring your undead bridesmaids, undead maid of honor, bring the undead family. I don't give a fuck. All right? Bring Tessa too. What's up? And we gonna take all of y'all on. Kira Hogan calling everybody out. Allie want all the smoke with Sue Young, so it's going down. You know what I mean? Allie and Allie and Kira Hogan out here, uh, out here on O Block, but Sue Young ain't nowhere to be found. Look like No Block. <laughs> uh, all right. So um, there's a video package. On Eddie Edwards' uh, character evolution from just regular Eddie Edwards into crazy Eddie Edwards. Um, and then they show his attacks the last two weeks on the champ, Austin Aries. Alicia is backstage with said champ. Uh, he says, Eddie, what happened to you, man? Eddie used to be a pres- respectable professional wrestler. Uh, says that. He's unpredictable and dangerous, but Aries is champ for a reason. Uh, Back from break, Grado, uh, Katarina, and Joe Hendry are backstage. Uh, Grado has his suspicions uh, that something's going on with them, uh, but they flip it on him, and he's, he's like, yeah, Katarina's all like, yeah, man, how come you couldn't even beat Eli Drake? Joe Hendry beat him. And Grado promises to do better. So they're dragging this out. Um, eventually, Joe Hendry and Katarina will turn on Grado. Um, let's see here. Uh, Alicia Edwards. Alicia, sorry. Alicia Edwards is out next, followed by the crown jewel man, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Tessa overpowers her to the corner. Alicia fights out. Tessa clobbers Alicia uh, by the ropes. Tessa with a huge press slam. Alicia's trying to fight back, but Tessa just tosses her. Um, Alicia goes for a crucifix pin. Uh, Tessa gets out of that. Um, Huge super kick. Um, Alicia drops Tessa. Tessa, uh, Alicia with a bulldog. Uh, There's a kick out. Alicia with a, uh, she goes for, like, a tilt-a-whirl DDT, um, Tessa kicks out, uh, then Tessa takes control, hammerlock DDT, it's a wrap, uh, Tessa wins, then she asks for the mic, and, uh, she gets up, and she starts delivering the big facts, ding dong, what's that, fact delivery, um, so she, so, uh, she's she's dropping the facts and saying uh, she made an example out of Alicia. Facts. Uh, she tells Allie that uh, I know you, uh, which is facts. Uh, and she knows Allie just wants the belt. Uh, I don't know. Uh, backstage, uh, apparently, uh, Scarlet Bordeaux, the smoke show, has a new bumbling assistant named Bobo who carries all of her things. Uh, back from break, um, Alicia uh, Alicia asks Matt Seidel about losing the belt, and he says, yeah, of course, you'd focus on the material. 
I still have the spirit of a champion. Uh, he thanks the wrestling gods uh, for his chance to fight Pentagon tonight. GWN flashback, Chris Saban versus Petey Williams for the Super X Cup finals. I'm going to go back and watch that, see if it's on YouTube, because I don't have GWN yet. Um, Scarlet Bordeaux, she walks past Falaba and KM, and they're just like, yo, what? I'm just like, bet. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux, she tells these suits backstage in a um, segment that looked kind of familiar. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, if you watch BTE, then you recognized how this was shot. Uh, the the two suits, uh, I guess, sound like vaguely New York guys or East Coast guys. And they're, uh, you can just see their hands going. Um, so uh, Scarlett is complaining to them. She's saying that the other girls are being mean to her. Uh, she thinks they're jealous. Um, the suits say that they're they're going to give her her own show. Uh, so the smoke show is coming next week um, to Impact Wrestling. Uh, Matt Seidel and Pentagon are up next. Um, Pentagon and Seidel both just kind of like yelling their catchphrases to start. Uh, Pentagon is... Um, well, Seidel takes Penta down. Pen is able to uh, regain control. Pentagon goes for a pin. Seidel kicks out. He starts going after uh, Pentagon's leg. Uh, Seidel slips out of the rings uh, and then slides underneath it. Uh, Pentagon goes underneath to look for him, uh, crawls through to the other side, and Seidel had already slipped out. Boom, Drop running drop kick. Uh, fights continuing on the outside. Uh, Pentagon hits a super kick after baiting Matt Seidel. Um, back from break, uh, Pentagon counters Seidel off the top rope. Seidel almost gets his arm broken, but gets out of that. Uh, dueling chops and strikes. Pentagon driver, Seidel kicks out. Um, Seidel with a splash off the top to Penna's back. I haven't seen people do that too often and that actually looked like super painful i think that um but i mean i'm guessing it's safe but like that was kind of cool people should do more splashes like that you know what i mean like you don't have to do all that acrobatic stuff but just like i'm just gonna jump off and like just throw myself into this dude's back pause like i don't know um let's see here Super kick from Pentagon, standing Rana from Matt Seidel. He goes for the shooting star press. Pentagon gets the knees up. Fear Factor package pile driver, and that's the win. OVE shows up on the screen. Uh, Sammy says to, uh, he says that one of the Chris Bros has to shave their head. And they're both just like, no way, man. Uh, he's like, we have to look like a family. I got my head shaved. Um, Dave's like, nope. And then, uh, Jake Chris is like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Um, and then Sammy's like, no, nah, Dave didn't want to do it, so now you have to do it. Jake shaved Dave's head, uh, and, and Jake does it while he's crying. It was kind of weird, but they're just crazy, and, uh, Sammy Callahan is crazy, so it makes sense, I guess. 
Uh, LAX come down to the ring. Uh, Conan says they're the blue pill uh, for wrestling. That's why they're always so hard. Pause. Uh, they're like scarecrows outstanding in their field. Conan got the b -b 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 bars. Um, the OGs interrupted. Uh, Kingston says he, um, Conan has jokes, but they have their titles. Uh, LAX won a battle, but not the war. And they want to take it to the streets. So next week, it's going to be a street fight. Uh, a little video package. Jimmy Jacobs says he's a good guy. He wanted to help Johnny Impact. Last time things got physical with Congo Kong, uh, Johnny Impact got hurt. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs reiterates he is a nice guy, um, but he's capable of bad things. Uh, next up, main event, Eddie Edwards and Austin Aries. Uh, there's action everywhere. Action spills outside. Edwards catches Aries when he tries to dive to the outside. Um, there's... Uh, there's more battling outside. Aries hits the dive. He hits a dive to the outside. Back in the ring, Aries with strikes. Uh, Eddie, Eddie is he's digging it. He likes getting hit. He's a weirdo. Um, and then uh, let's see here. Uh, he hits a Eddie Edwards hits a blue thunder bomb. Aries kicks out of it. More back and forth action. Uh, there's an accidental ref bump. Uh, Aries goes to get the title. Uh, Eddie counters that uh, with the DDT, gets a visual three count. Uh, the ref's still down. Uh, the ref goes and or Eddie gets in, goes and gets his kendo stick and hits the ref because Eddie's crazy. Uh, Eddie counters the brainbuster kendo stick shot to to Aries. Um, he starts choking Aries with the kendo stick, and then Killer Cross comes down to the ring. Doomsday Saito suplex on Eddie Edwards. Cross leaves the ring. Uh, Aries kicks the belt over to him. Uh, Killer Cross grabs the belt. Um, Aries gets the pin. Uh, Killer Cross comes back into the ring, leaves that uh, leaves his calling card on Eddie Edwards. So apparently Killer Cross is working with Austin Aries because they, they did a pose together at the end of the show. Uh, so that's TNA. That's Impact. Um, last show I watched, Ring of Honor. That's right. Two weeks in a row, baby. Um, the last real man in professional wrestling, Silas Young, is out first. Uh, this is a number one contenders match, it seems, for the ROH TV title. Uh, Chris Sabin's out next. Alex Shelley is with him. Uh, Alex Shelley hits commentary. Uh, Alex Shelley, if you didn't know, had an injury, some nerve damage, some scary stuff, concussion related. So it looks like he's going to take a seat for a bit or retire or who knows. Um, Shelley tells us that Silas Young and... Chris Saban have faced off numerous times before, but he's just not sure if it's happened here in Ring of Honor. Uh, Chris Saban with some takedowns, uh, young copies, uh, Chris Saban's Hulk up spot. Chris Saban throws him out of the ring, dive. We go to break. Back from break. More back and forth action. 
Uh, Chris Saban's looking for the cradle shock. Young's looking for misery. Cradle shock, misery, cradle shock. Um, Silas Young, he's he's underrated. Uh, he does a roll through like fireman's carry, goes into a headstand in the corner. I've seen this uh, spot before, and then he goes into like a slingshot moonsault. Um, Saban moved. Silas Young lands on his feet. Uh, they go back and forth uh, a little bit more. Um, Saban hits the cradle shock for the win. Punishment Martinez, a.k.a. the Reigns, uh, Roman Reigns uh, light. Uh, he comes out, stare down, and holds up his belt. Uh, Marty Skrull, the villain. Whoop, whoop. Out next. Um... Okada and, and Marty Skrull is gonna be great. Uh, I, I'm I'm super hyped for that on All In. Uh, Marty is up against Stand Back. There's a hurricane coming through. Shane Hurricane Helms, Hurricane Shane Helms. Um, let's see, back and forth. Uh, Marty locks in. Or Helms locks in the armbar, Marty to the ropes. Marty goes in the British train chain wrestling mode. Whoop whoop. Uh, bird flap. Uh, the match continues. Helms goes for the hurry choke slam. Uh, Marty pokes the eyes. Uh, Helms calls for the vertebraker. Marty sends him into the ref. Quick kick to the hurry balls. Uh, small package for the win. Main event. SCU. Versus Lij versus the Hung Bucks, Hangman Page and the Young Bucks. Um, this is another one I can't even I can't even keep up with everything that was going on with this match. Like and try to give you the move for move uh, recap. Uh, it was freaking amazing. Uh, Ring of Honor is a pretty accessible show, even if you don't get the show uh even if you don't get a channel that it comes on which i don't i watch off of fight tv uh fight tv a free app download it watch ring of honor weekly plus tons of other wrestling um fight gonna have to cut the check man i'm out here plugging them like that pause uh but uh the match was crazy um a lot of fun. The way it ends uh, kind of continues uh, with the storyline SCU has going right now. Um, the Briscoes come out. Uh, Mark Briscoe distracts the ref. Jay Briscoe uh, blasts Christopher Daniels with the chair. And then Bushi pins um, Christopher Daniels uh, for the win for LIJ. Um, so that's Ring of Honor. And that's. Uh, those are all the shows this week that I got a chance to check out. Um, one of these, uh, I do want to, I do want to start trying to get a little bit more 205 live on here. Uh, definitely want to get MLW. Um, we'll, we'll make it happen. Uh, let's see here. Just some quick hits before we go. Uh, and what I, what I think they can mean. And just one thing, I don't want to because we've been talking for a while now. It's been kind of a long podcast. I don't want to talk you guys out. Uh, Renee Young, uh, she's going to be doing guest commentary on Raw next Monday. Uh, This is part of the continuation of WWE's Women's Evolution. 
uh, speaking of evolution, she's def- she's got to call the pay-per-view. Um, so we'll see if this is something that continues with her going forward. I think it should. And then also, I think, uh, I think her contract might be coming up. And we know that there's got to be, uh, like, legit... Um, there's got to be, like, legit interest in Renee Young outside of the WWE, like, ESPN, or, you know, I could see, like, E wanting her, um, and they've, if, she had a lot of other shows, like, interview shows and different things that she was doing on the network, and they basically canceled all of her shows, um, but she's somebody that seems to be well-liked in the company, and she's freaking amazing, uh, at her job, uh, probably one of the best people that they have, uh, probably the best person that they have, I think, as, as far as, uh, any kind of talking or interview segments. Um, so yeah, let's see here. All in, all in, uh, huge announcement, uh, just a lot of stuff going on with Ring of Honor, actually. Uh, big announcement, uh, all in. The pre-show hour is going to be broadcast uh, live on WGN cable. Just just regular WGN uh, right there in Chicago. And um, like WGN was is also like a channel that people have outside of Chicago. I got to check and see if I got it, actually. Um... But All In's going to be on regular TV. Ring of Honor sold out Madison Square Garden. Uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling for the G1 Supercard. Um, It's just, what a time. Uh, And I feel like this this is a really big thing. I've said for years that the wrestling business could experience another boom period. And there was the type of talent was there to make it happen. And I think, uh, it's, it's finally starting to happen. And, uh, and I think that this could be a domino effect, like these shows selling out all in and then depending on how all in does with the buy rates and on pay-per-view, like, I think that this could be something that kind of starts a trickle down effect uh, I think we've already started to see it. Um, WWE is reportedly very interested in bringing in the Lucha Bros, Pentagon, and Phoenix. And now, um, Swerve, Shane, uh, Shane Swerve Strickland, uh, Swerve's house, uh, he is also reportedly on WWE's radar. Uh, Matt Riddle is already supposed to be coming in uh, in the next couple weeks. Um, so I think with, uh, with, uh, the thing with Strickland and the Lucha Bros, um, with All In, like, there's already been reports of WWE was trying to, to, they, or they were trying to sign some people and keep them off that show, you know? Uh, that I heard rumors that they were trying to get Rey Mysterio to go ahead and come back ahead of All In so that he wouldn't be on the show. Uh, 
they pulled Deanna Perrazzo from All In. Um, but uh, I think with this going on and with the boom with indie wrestling, these uh, these sellouts like this is just gonna make them bigger. Um, because like you know if All In All In's already a success, but if that show is any good, like imagine the buzz that they did all of this on their own, and then just how much bigger Bullet Club and the Elite is gonna get after that, you know? Um, and then people are all like, oh, this whole all in thing, what's this that they're talking about? Oh, okay, I wanna, you know? So it's it's just gonna get bigger, and then leading up to the G1 Supercard, like, the hype is there. So. WWE is reportedly getting aggressive going after the indie talent. That's why we're talking hearing about the Lucha Bros and Swerve Strickland. I I think as this continues, more names are going to be thrown into the mix. There's going to be a bidding war for the Bucks. Um so there's just going to be there's going to be a lot going on. Um, with Impact having the resurgence that they're having, they're also going to be a player. They're going to be in the mix for, uh, they're going to be in the mix for signing talents too. Uh, so it's, it's going to be an arms race. It's going to be an arms race to get the best talent. And that's something that I can feel like, I feel like can lead to a, uh, another boom period there's going to be competition everybody is everybody has has something to shoot for now even if you're not trying to take down wwe there's there's success outside of wwe ring of honor and new japan pro wrestling just sold out madison square garden wwe tried to block them from having that show but they couldn't and they came to wwe's house and sold it out you know what I'm saying? So like it's this is a thing now. There's there's success outside of WWE. So now people have things to shoot for. So now it's not like okay, if we're not beating WWE, we can't do this. You know what I mean? But now now there's a lot and now WWE is starting to feel the pressure. So they're going to go out here and try to sign all of our favorites. Um it's what a time. It's going to be interesting. The next couple of years is going to be fire. Uh, let's see here. The May Young Classic is going to start on September 5th. Um, apparently during tapings, and I'm going to, I'm not going to be doing spoilers and stuff on here. Um, I don't, you know, if you want to avoid spoilers, then I'll try to keep this a spoiler free zone, unless it's just something that everybody knows. Uh, this is news that everybody is going to be knowing soon, and it's it's uh, it's really sad. Um, I don't know. If, I think I've mentioned it. Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. I think they could be uh, dark horses for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. I think they'd be a great unit. Uh, Tegan Knox had just come back from a knee injury that she had suffered last year. Uh, then the first May Young Classic, uh, or right before the first May Young Classic, uh, and it looks like she has suffered another injury 
Uh, I've heard that it might be a broken leg. I hope that it's that and not a another torn knee. Um, just because you'd have quicker recovery time with a broken leg. Uh, but yeah, Tegan Knox injured in tapings for the May Young Classic. Uh, so she is going to be down again. That sucks because she just got back. She hasn't even got a chance to really establish herself in NXT yet. She was one of the she was one of the hottest uh, indie women's wrestlers in the world at at the time when she was when she was coming up when she got signed Stephanie Newell uh, on the UK scene. But now uh, looks like she's going to be working her way back from injury again. So uh, shouts to her. Good luck to her. Uh, last thing before we before we end, uh, Tamatanga. Uh, has basically gotten uh, swearing and middle fingers banned in New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, and looks getting uh, getting disciplined for the whole littering thing. Um, I'm I'm kind of joking about the uh, about him being the one getting it banned. I think that's I think this is just part of New Japan's expansion plan. They know that they kind of have to do do different things to get advertisers in the states and the swearing and middle fingers uh is going to drive some people away so i think they're just doing this all in an effort to get a little bit bigger uh if you're trying to go corporate you're trying to go big you kind of have to clean up your image a little bit that's just how it works uh think of wiz khalifa uh before weed all in the videos and stuff and then uh, when Black and Yellow came out and we were getting the major label push, Wiz Khalifa, all of a sudden, no weed. So, happens. But, um, alright guys, we talked for quite a bit today. And when I say we, I mean me and you listened. Uh, so, thanks for doing that. World Champion of the World Podcast. See you guys next week.